You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for Christian women who are ready to write their first book, and then more, so they can guide their readers into spiritual freedom while guiding their own families into financial freedom. I'm Nika Maples, and this is episode 100, Think Thoughts on Purpose. I can hardly believe I'm finally here. This is my 100th episode. I started this podcast in 2015, and seven years later, I have hit this lovely milestone. I had thought it would happen sooner, but I'm not complaining. I got here. Who cares how long it took? This episode is also being released on a very special day. March 2nd, 2022 is the 28th anniversary of my stroke. For those of you who don't know, I experienced a massive brainstem stroke when I was just 20 years old. It's still difficult for me to believe that I've been disabled longer than I was not disabled. I still feel like I can do anything. And when I find out things like, I actually can't jump, it just never sinks in. I wanted to do something really special for my 100th episode, so I decided to share the top 100 thoughts that I think on purpose. These thoughts recirculate in my head all the time. Lots of people tell me that they would like to pick my brain and that's never going to happen because I value myself highly enough not to let someone pick my brain. Gross. But I will voluntarily give you a glimpse inside. Last week, I opened my journal and kept it open on my desk for a few days. And then every time that I thought one of the thoughts that are usually on heavy rotation for me, I jotted it down to share with you. I'm not going to explain what each thought means. You'll have to deduce that and apply it to your own life as you will. If I explain them all, this would be a four-hour episode. In some cases, the thoughts were borrowed from another source, and I will state a loose attribution, but I want you to know that I may or may not be quoting them exactly word for word. I have thought these thoughts so many times that at this point, they're kind of blurry and it might be a general paraphrase, but I do consider them to be still the same as from the original source. So if you want to requote these, go find the original source for yourself based on the attribution that I give you. Before I begin, you might want to get something to take notes because these thoughts are really valuable and they have served me well and helped me to create the life that I'm living right now. I'm serious when I say I think these thoughts on purpose over and over again. I have let these thoughts shape my character intentionally. They're not scriptures. I could create a whole other episode for the top 100 verses that go around my head, and maybe that will come in the future. This isn't biblical. It's common sense. Please, don't underestimate the power of common sense. Not too many people have it these days, and you can intentionally increase yours by writing down thoughts that you want to capture and then recirculate That is how I built this library of thoughts in my brain. Proverbs 4, 5 through 9 tells us, Get wisdom. Get understanding. 
Do not forsake my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom and she will protect you. Love her and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it cost all you have, get understanding. Cherish her and she will exalt you. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. I think you're going to be surprised how many times on this list I mention money. I have learned that we as Christians tend to overvalue money as if holding on to it is the wisest thing that we can do. This verse tells us the wisest things that we can do is spend it when the return is wisdom. It said, though it cost all you have, get understanding. Though it cost all you have, get understanding. And then the, the writer of Proverbs gives this whole list of the ways that wisdom brings a return. So as you listen to this list, realize that whenever I'm talking about spending money, I am expecting the word to fulfill the promises that God has placed inside it. That when we truly, truly value wisdom, she will bring a return. So without further ado, here is my top 100 thoughts that I think on purpose. Enjoy. One, I'm not afraid to spend money on my growth. The transformation begins at the transaction. 2. Doubt means you're entering new territory. Discomfort is the price of admission. 3. Everyone feels nervous when they're trying something new. 4. It's probably not a problem. 5. I always figure it out. 6. I can create results that speak for themselves. It's a lot easier than being self-defensive. 7. There is a direct connection between my ability to process emotions and my ability to be productive. 8. Purpose is not about what I'm supposed to do. It's about who I'm supposed to be. 9. Monetary investments are certainly something to consider. But the highest price I will ever pay is the daily expenditure of faith required to answer my divine call. 10. The very best place to place my hope and resources is in my spiritual gifts because they are irrevocable. 11. We collect the dots, God connects the dots. 12. There's never too little in God's economy, and it's never too late on His timeline. 13. Don't worry about being behind. You're following Jesus. You're supposed to be behind. Behind Him. 14. Nobody is required to love you. That's your job. 15. The Holy Spirit is your willing partner. You're never alone when you write. 16. What if everything you've been through was exactly what was required to get you here? 17. People's opinions say nothing about you and everything about them. 18. How hard is it to just be in a good mood? That is spoken by John Cusack in the movie Say Anything. 
19. You can't move forward when you're facing backward. 20. No one minds paying for a key to open a significant door. 21. Expertise is simply knowing where the speed bumps, potholes, and slick spots are, then telling others so that they can travel better than you did. 22. Your past experiences don't prove anything about what your future experiences will be. 23. Smile. Confuse your flesh. That is from Elisa Keaton in the Revelation Wellness Podcast. 24. Calm is the new currency. 25. Money doesn't make a person bad or good. It simply magnifies the bad or good that's already there. 26. Marketing is ministry and selling is service. 27. God is using Christ-centered books to advance the kingdom and transform people in Jesus' name. 28. It's okay to want something and not have it. 29. Stay willing to wait. Delay yields greater delight. 30. It will always be harder to have money than to make it. 31. Fear of mistakes reveal a deeply held belief that it is actually possible for a person to be perfect. And that's not true. 32. Failure is a necessary ingredient when making success. 33. If I slow down, I always know. 34. No one can believe about me things that I am unwilling to believe about myself. 35. When you scroll and feel a pang of jealousy, it's an alert that you've come upon something that might be possible for you. 36. Don't compare and despair when you can compare and repair. 37. Wisdom isn't guaranteed to come with age, and it isn't unachievable for the young. 38. I'm not in a hurry because I know the point is the process. 39. If you already knew what you needed to do yesterday, what good could come from not doing it again today? 40. It's worth the effort to warm up an email or a text with a happy sentence or two. 41. It doesn't have to be my fault when it's my responsibility, and it's always my responsibility. 42. No one is on the hook to make you feel a certain way. When we outsource our well-being, we outsource our authority. 43. Making a decision is always easier than not making a decision. 44. If you don't care if anyone ever reads your book, then don't even bother writing it. 45. I have enough. 46. Today is the best day of my life because it's the only one I'm living in. 47. God will fulfill every promise he's made to you, but he won't fulfill your purpose without you. 48. If you live for the praise of others, you will die by their criticism. That is from Bill Johnson of Bethel Church. 49. Who would you be if you let go of that story? That is from Byron Katie. She's a life coach. 50. 
You didn't ask your graduate school to guarantee that you would be able to pay your student loans. You just believed without a doubt that you would. You guaranteed it for yourself. 51. Joy is always worth it. 52. Readiness is a myth. The only way to become ready is by doing the thing you want to be ready for. 53. Now is always better than yesterday. Now is always better than tomorrow. 54. I am my own money-back guarantee. I always get the full value of whatever I have paid for. 55. I'm always right where I'm supposed to be exactly when I'm supposed to be there. 56. I am always willing. 57. It's the right decision because I say it's the right decision. 58. The conversation can never rise above the lowest level in the room. 59. God can be trusted. 60. Everywhere I go, every storm I'm in, I've always got that chill dude in the back. That is from my friend Catherine McAleese, who was talking one day with me about the calming of the storm and how Jesus was just relaxed and the the disciples were so petrified and worked up about the storm. And then he just said, you know, why are you, why are you making a big deal about this? Where's your faith? (laughs) And so she just offhandedly said, it's so helpful to know that whatever storm you're in, you've always got that chill dude in the back. And I find myself thinking that all the time. I got the chill dude in the back. It's Jesus. 61. If you have to move one inch to be happy, you never will be, because there will always be one more inch to move, one more thing to receive, one more thing to achieve. My mother said that to me when I was in ICU right after my stroke, and I think she was paraphrasing, maybe even quoting, from a book by Tim Hansel called Gotta Keep Dancing. 62. When people appear to be consistently joyful, we tend to overlook the dirt beneath their fingernails. They have been digging in the dark cave of a situation they never wanted in order to find the thin gold vein of contentment. 63. If you don't like to be told you're wrong even when you are, then you love pretty and empty words more than opportunities to course correct. 64. I never lose. It's win or learn. Actually, it's learn or learn. 65. Wisdom is worth far more than rubies, so it's not possible for a Christian who is steeped in the Spirit and in Scripture to overcharge for their services. 66. I don't worry about myself because I know I'll never quit. 67. Marvels await. That is from my brother. When I had a book launch one time, we had a big party. He introduced me before I came up to give a little speech about my book. And when he introduced me, he said, This is my sister Nika. He looked at me and he said, Marvels await. Ah, just absolutely two words that have pierced my heart over and over. They're just explosive to me. I love those. Two words together. Marvels await. 68. 
Good things happen when we listen. 69. Nothing is wasted. 70. Done is good enough. 71. Stay open, stay soft. 72. People just want to be heard. 73. All I have to do is keep bearing fruit. 74. I bring the fun. 75. Perfection is not actually a place that exists, so to set out for it is to remain aimless. 76. A little of what you fancy won't harm you. That is from a friend of mine, Jessica Dance, who is from the UK. And to hear her say it, I promise, is a lot more adorable than hearing me say it. But in her beautiful British accent, a little of what you fancy won't harm you. She said it's a common thought in um, England that you can just enjoy yourself a little bit and have those little special treats now and again. 77. Not every thought that enters needs to be entertained. 78. Rather than thinking in terms of good thoughts and bad thoughts, it's helpful to think that some thoughts are facilitating and some thoughts are debilitating. And it's possible to choose which ones we spend the most time with. 79. Light up when you see people. 80. Busy is what your brain does so it doesn't have to think hard. That is from Stacy Bayman, a life coach. 81. All it takes is one conversation. That is from a dear friend of mine, Becky Brooks. She's always said that her father tells her whenever she's worried about anything, all it takes is one conversation. So often one conversation changes the trajectory of a situation. She also quotes him with this next one. 82. God loves to hit a moving target. 83. No matter how many mistakes I make, I cannot kill my business. 84. Show me a leader who cannot be questioned and I'll show you a leader doing questionable things. That is from John Acuff. 85. Start out like you can hold out. That one is from my mother. She says that all the time. 86. Don't do anything that you wouldn't want to read in the newspaper. That is also from my mother. 87. You just had something in your mouth that I wouldn't hold in my hand. That is also from my mother. (laughs) She uh, used to say that about people who would cuss and it just there's something about that that made me stop and think that's right we're actually putting words in our mouth that represent something that we wouldn't even hold in our hands so I value eliminating those kinds of words from my vocabulary 88 when emotions are high intelligence is low that's from Stacy Bayman 89 The biggest miracle is always the transformed heart that keeps turning to Jesus no matter what. 90. Assume goodwill. That's from my mother also. 91. Even obstacles are for you. 92. What if you were made for this moment? 93. God's will, God's debt. 
That's also from my friend Catherine McAleese. 94. Nothing stays in a grave. 95. I don't want any Jonas on my boat. That's from my friend Monica Spate. And I, I was captivated by that thought that we, we align ourselves with people. It, it reminds me of the verse Amos 3.3. Can two walk together unless they be agreed? You get a Jonah on your boat, that's somebody who's running away from God and not running toward him. You're going to end up going in the wrong direction. 96. Jesus didn't chase anybody. He invited them to follow him, and then he just kept on walking. 97. We are citizens of an unlimited heaven. 98. I meet challenges all the time. 99. You can chop down a mighty tree with one swing a day. That's from John Maxwell. And number 100. It's bigger than you. If you've ever read my memoir, 12 Clean Pages, then you know my mother said that to me in the ICU. It's bigger than you. I hope you've enjoyed these 100 thoughts that I think on purpose, and I hope a few of them are, are ones that will bless you as you think on them yourself to intentionally shape your character in the way you want it to go. Thanks for listening, and until we meet again, keep writing. Hey there, did you know that your vocation is what you're paid to do, but your calling is what you're made to do? If you are ready to step into your calling, let's go! God is advancing the kingdom through Christian books, and He's given everyone a spiritual gift. It may be that one way you can exercise your spiritual gift of prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, giving, organization, or mercy is by writing that book that will bless other believers and go places that you can't go yourself. If you don't know how to write a book, put yourself under the mentoring of an experienced Christian author who will pray for and guide you. That's me. Join the Keep Writing course, an all-in-one online experience that I've created to take you from page one to page done. Inside, I offer step-by-step video lessons, weekly live group coaching, and I support you through the whole process of writing, publishing, and marketing your amazing book. Together, we'll solve any problem you face in the name of Jesus. There's simply nothing like this anywhere. Make a significant move in your writing career. Go to nikamaples.com and click on Courses to get started today.